0: What's up, Elite Army? This is your kind of well, kind of toxic host, Sarah Rittendale, bringing you another episode of Well Ish. Self trust is truly one of the major pillars of self love. It is the really one big thing that's going to help you really become the best version of yourself and step into the full potential of really loving yourself. Obviously, it really works with other areas that we've discussed during the series. But to be honest, self-love really is present in so much of what we've discussed and in so many aspects of your life that it's crucial to really work towards developing this habit in order to become the best version of yourself and love yourself to your fullest potential. The one wild thing about self-trust, though, is how quickly we can fucking lose it. We can honestly lose trust with ourselves quicker than we can almost with another person. And if you're anything like me, that's fucking fast, bro. Let's first discuss what self-trust is, because by now you guys know my philosophy here. We really need to try to understand what something is in order to overcome it, in order to really get a grasp on embodying it. Self trust is feeling completely confident in knowing that you will be able to handle any situation or circumstance that is presented in your life. And if you don't do the quote unquote right thing, that you'll be able to handle that too. It's belief. What's up, Elite Army? This is your kind of well, kind of toxic host, Sarah Rittendale, bringing you another episode of Well Ish. I really want to eat that for lunch. I don't know. Maybe I'm going to like, I straight up will have the thought, like, maybe I'm going to regret that decision because like, I really want something else. Or like you walk up to the menu, full intention to get a cheesy to crunch. But then when you're looking at the menu, something else sounds good. And I will go with the cheesy to crunch, even though I don't really want that anymore, because that's originally what I set out to do. And I'm like afraid that I'll regret it because I'm making the wrong choice. When I really actually want something else, when instinctually I should have just trusted my judgment and went with the thing that I wanted, because who fucking cares? We're all living on a big floating rock. Just get what you want. Two, obviously, big decisions that happen in our life and making judgment calls that way and being afraid that we won't make the right choice, like changing careers or leaving your spouse or breaking up with a boyfriend. I guess that's the same thing, but like, or Entering into a new relationship, not knowing if somebody's talking shit behind your back. You know, there's big to small areas that we don't trust our judgment and our instincts. Can you imagine having this, like, honest to God, like, even for me, seems like otherworldly. Can you imagine having the ability to trust your own inner guidance and intuition rather than rely on external sources to validate you? Like, even in, like... I. I always think like I'm so good at not ex- not seeking external validation because like I don't necessarily need it from other people in my life. But I do definitely look to research and books and stuff to like back me up or even like looking at people that have accomplished what I would like to accomplish and and try- thinking that I like so harshly need to do exactly what they're doing in order to reach the same end goal that they reached and that I would like to reach. And if I don't do that, then maybe I'm a failure. And why would I know how to do anything? It's crazy. Like Obviously, yes, you can look to other people for guidance. Yes, you can look up what to do and, and get ideas and get research and and you know there's people out there that are smarter than me and I'm sure you know there's somebody out there that's smarter than you I think that's a socrates quote is that like the one thing that I know is that I don't know everything something along those lines like you'll never know everything altogether and so like there's always people maybe I shouldn't say that are smarter than you but like everybody has something to contribute everybody has a piece of knowledge that somebody else could use so likewise there's always going to be a new piece of knowledge that I could use so obviously looking to other people for that. but it almost comes at a such an intense rate like s- that I can't do things or I'm constantly feeling like I w- am not going to do the right thing. It's like fear of failure, fear of the unknown, not knowing how my life is going to turn out and that I should look to somebody else to figure out how to do it and my own judgment and the decisions that I make aren't good enough because why would I know anything? Can you imagine being able to just trust your own intuition? Like I was saying before, can you imagine that? Like being able to just be like, oh no, this is what I think. So this is what I'm going to do. That would be life-changing. Self-trust involves being honest with yourself, honoring your values and priorities, and having faith in your capacity to handle whatever comes your way. It is an essential component of self-confidence, self-empowerment, and ultimately self-love. The issue is, like I said, when you get to a point that you can no longer trust yourself, that your instincts, your judgments, your ideas, your thoughts, your feelings, they come up and you feel a little bit frantic. Even if it's not something that you ever voice out loud, you just have this deep-rooted, Feeling inside of you that feels like it could be wrong, like you have to question it, like you're not sure if what you're saying is right. And how does that happen? Like, how do we get to the point that we actually lose that trust in ourselves? What is it that happens? And I think that when we're a little bit more aware of how that trust can get lost, it allows us to acknowledge that it's been lost makes us feel a little bit more at ease for it. It creates a little bit more of an explanation outside of us just feeling like we suck and allows us to begin to repair it in order to truly gain our self-trust back in a very authentic way. So plain and simple, the things that most typically cause us to lose self-trust are you're not listening to your intuition. You know deep in your gut to do something, whether it's something big or something small, you choose to not listen to it. You choose to do what your head says and not what your heart or your gut actually are telling you to do you're not setting and maintaining boundaries. And I know it's so annoying to hear about boundaries constantly, but you're not doing that. You're just allowing life to happen to you and you're not actually taking control of your own life. You're not saying, okay, that makes me uncomfortable that I'm going to stop putting myself in the position to be around that anymore. You just keep fucking taking it. Even though your insides are like, I don't like this, I don't like this, you just do it anyways. And sure, you set the boundary, but then maybe you don't maintain the boundary. Like there's layers to this. Not understanding your fears. Like if you don't take the time to get to the bottom of all of these like intense emotions that you're having, because a lot of the time, it comes down to very similar sets of fears, like having fear of rejection be at the core of your inability to set boundaries, you people-pleasing all of the time, you feeling anxious when you're in social situations. Like all of those things are very different experiences and it may not sound like it when I word it that way, but think about your everyday life. Like think about the things in your everyday life that freak you out. Like me walking into a bar by myself and me going to my boyfriend's parents' house and making sure that I'm on my best behavior feel in those moments, like two very separate things. But at the underlying bottom level of both of those events is a fear of rejection. So really getting to understand what your fears are. Because if you don't get to know what your fears are, it's going to cause you to lose that self-trust because you're gonna continuously be bumping up against it and allowing the fear to fester on further. You're constantly sacrificing your own feelings for the comfortability of other people, making sure that you are dimming your light because it doesn't make other people feel bad, making sure that, you know, you're saying the right things, doing the right things, allowing yourself to be uncomfortable because it makes somebody else feel better. Consistently failing to follow through on commitments that you have set for yourself. Again, this whole thing, I'm going to keep fucking saying it is big or small. You know, Maybe you say, I'm going to get better at drinking water. I'm going to start going to the gym. I'm going to get bigger, start setting boundaries. I'm going to end this relationship. And you continuously don't do it. If you can't see me, I'm making a face at you experiencing betrayal or rejection is another huge way to lose trust for yourself. And it's not you just being a victim to other people's bad behavior, but it's that you sit there and question your own judgment. You doubt your own ability to put yourself in a positive situation or that you didn't listen to your intuition. You start to question your worthiness. All of that makes you want to lose, not want to, all of it makes you lose your self-trust simply engaging in self-criticism, self-doubt, that can all build over time and cause you to really not trust yourself anymore. Perfectionism, because you're constantly setting unrealistic expectations for yourself and never meeting them. Kind of the same thing as not following through on what you say that you're going to do because it's impossible (laughs) because you have expectations of perfection consistently disregarding your needs. Or maybe you don't even know to ask yourself, is this a need of mine? Is this something that I need in my life? And continuously, A, pretending it's not even there or not even being aware that it's there, and then taking it a step further and always just disregarding it. Dwelling on past mistakes or perceived failures can cause a sense of doubt in yourself to make wise decisions in the future. And last but not least, constantly relying on that external validation and never actually trusting your own judgment and intuition or even just making the attempt to see what it would be like to rely on your own judgment and intuition and always looking to externals to make yourself feel valid. There are a lot of things that go into self trust, and I'm sure I didn't just list all of them in this one sitting, but a lot of these are going to be at the core of several everyday life events that you come face to face with. So, anytime that you are out in the world and you have the opportunity to make a decision or to have judgment towards something or to take action on something or to have an opinion or to even just have thoughts and feelings towards something, and you feel yourself starting to feel uncomfortable or start to second guess yourself, it typically is because of one of these core areas that I just discussed. So being able to heal that piece of you is going to be essential in starting to regain that self-trust. And that's what I want to walk through now is what that regaining process really looks like. Something I've discussed in other episodes that I really didn't think about until the 28 days, this series, to be honest with you, is the ways that we lie to ourselves and how counterproductive that is. And before you think, oh, I don't lie to myself, think again, because how many times have you tried to switch your negative thoughts to positive ones or trying to convince yourself that you're worthy when you don't really believe it or... Telling yourself that you're going to stop people pleasing, that you're going to set a boundary, that you're going to be able to say no, and then came up short every single time you tried. You have to speak to yourself in a way that you will actually believe. We talked about this the other day that, you know, maybe you don't fully believe that you want to walk into that social situation yet because you're like, I don't fucking want to do that. I don't fucking want to do that. You know? So you can't be like, I want to. I want to. Put your big girl pants on and get in there because I want to. You're lying to yourself. Don't fucking lie to yourself. If you're lying to yourself, you're not going to build self-trust and you're not going to build self-love. So if you're able to say, okay, you know what? I don't fucking want to go in there, but I'm here because I do have a value of socializing more and i want to adhere to that value i want my best self as a person that goes in and socializes in groups my best self is somebody that can walk into a room and be confident so focusing on things that you actually can believe in even if it's that you want to want to do those things that is a way that you can steer yourself in a positive direction without lying to yourself You have to set realistic goals for yourself and don't get carried away with me using the word goals. Like I kind of hate that word every time I hear that on my self-improvement stuff that I listen to. I'm always like, ew, goals, fuck that. I don't want to worry about a goal. That's lame. But I just mean... When you are in those situations, like kind of the examples that I was giving before, telling yourself that you're going to say no, telling yourself you're going to set a boundary, telling yourself you're going to stop people pleasing, you know, you're saying these things or whatever it is that you're trying to achieve that you're going to do in your head and you're picturing it in your head and you're planning it out and you're researching it and you're working on becoming that version of you that's able to do those things. But again, setting those realistic goals. In other words, taking small steps in order to get to where you're going to get so that you can follow through on what you say that you're going to follow through on. And again, kind of going back to that last point and not lying to yourself or setting too high of expectations so that like, again, the perfectionism so that you are left feeling like a failure and then leading into feelings of self-doubt saying to yourself, you know, it's not going to look exactly as I pictured it in my head, but I'm going to, you know, maybe, okay, let me give you an example. So if let's say a goal of yours is to stop people pleasing. And typically your pattern would be, they say to you, come outside and sit with me. And it's a person that you don't want to fucking sit with. (laughs) And every time you just go out there and then you get roped into the horrible, negative conversations that they constantly want to have with you. Okay. And so now the next time you say to yourself, I'm going to tell that person, no. Okay. Let's say use, maybe it's boundary setting. Maybe it's saying no, you know, or people pleasing, you know, whatever you get it you're you're telling yourself well, next time that happens i'm going to say no i don't want to do that so it's a combination of saying no when people pleasing and so then the opportunity presents itself they say it and instead of following what you say you're going to say in your head you go well, okay because you're again too afraid to say no so and you know it's just your natural reaction to people please but then the next time it happens and it comes up You just say instead, you know, I... I have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Like, I don't know. You do something and then they say, okay, well, when you're done, come out here. And you say, okay. And then you just like, don't go out there. You know, it was a white lie. It was a distractor. Maybe you do end up going out there after you leave the bathroom because you're uncomfortable and you don't know what else to do. But it was a step and it needs to be recognized as such. It needs to be recognized as you taking steps in the direction to begin to say no to begin to stop people pleasing to begin to actually live in alignment with your needs and follow through with what you say that you're going to do and that will help you to trust yourself more you have to make and keep these small promises with yourself and it can be small like i'm going to drink a bottle of water today and you're going to get that done and instead of saying like oh i'm going to get better at drinking water and then just like never fucking drinking water hi me it is a promise that you make to yourself so that you can see that you follow through on what you say that you're going to do. Again, works in unison with creating those small goals. Reflect on your strengths. And I again, this is another one like the goals that you're kind of like, ew, I don't want to fucking do that. But if you actually like sit and think about things that you did well in with areas that you've been like hurt in the past. For example, like let's say that's a reason that you stopped loving yourself is because somebody rejected you, somebody betrayed you, you made a bad judgment call, stayed somewhere longer than you should have, something like that, okay? Let's talk specifically relationships. So let's say that somebody cheated on you, you took them back several times, and then finally you left the relationship, but now your self-trust is destroyed because you did take them back so many times. Instead of focusing on how fucking stupid you are for taking them back that many times, which by the way, you're not stupid. It happens to the best of us. We all have that learning curve that we got to go through if we have to go through it. If you don't, more power to you, but a lot of us, you know, we, we deal with that. It's just a learning thing that we go through. So you're not stupid, but I know that's what you say to yourself in your head. So I'm stupid because I took them back so many times and you're fucking dwelling on that. Instead say, but your girl left though. Your girl left though. (laughs) I did that. I'm not looking back. Maybe I looked back seven times. Maybe I've been waiting to break no contact. Maybe I'm sitting by the phone waiting and wondering why they never chase after me. And I'm always the one that seems to be chasing after them. But I'm the one that left though. Okay, maybe they broke up with you. Maybe you didn't even get to leave. But guess what? I'm not being a psychopath and, and stalking them down and waiting for them to come back because I'm working on leaving and healing myself so that I'm not continuously in a relationship that makes me feel disrespected. How about that? Find the strengths in what you have done and stop focusing on the thing that caused you to lose trust in yourself make sure that you're putting an intentional effort into the way that you talk to yourself, even if it's just a smidge of effort, just a smidge of fucking effort. It will make a world of a difference eventually built up over time to have self-compassion and be kind to yourself and know that you're just going through this learning curve and know that you're going to be a better person because of it and trusting the process and trusting that you are a good person that is going to figure out how to trust yourself. Saying to yourself things that you actually can believe to get there. Just have a little bit of intention because the easy thing is this is the mistake. And we talked about this the other day is to just sit back and assume that one day my mindset will be good enough that I won't feel bad anymore, that I won't talk negative to myself anymore. But it's just not how it works because our minds operate regularly like they're hardwired on the negative because it is a survival tactic that we used to use in caveman years so now our brain detects any fear and thinks that it needs to protect us they thinks that we're in a life or death situation but really it's just your boyfriend just ended things with you and you have a fear of being alone and a fear of rejection and you know it's you're not actually in a life or death situation so being able to understand that and take control of it by putting intention towards actually saying kind words to yourself instead of, again, taking the back seat and thinking that it'll just eventually get better. Stay present. again, that's another annoying one. It's a little bit easier said than done, but just really putting even just a little bit of intention towards making sure that you're bringing your headspace back to the present and realizing and recognizing when it starts to drift to the past or the future and saying, like, okay, nope, not we're not there. Like I'm only right here. Live where your feet are. And number fucking one. Is listen to your intuition. Listen to what your gut is telling you, even on the smallest of things. The other day, my boyfriend was building a drawer in this bedroom, and I had my iPad sitting on the couch that I record on. And he was like hovering the drawer over the iPad, and I was looking at it, and I was like, I, God forbid, something happens that's, I'm going to be so upset. And I sat there and I just let it sit there for a little while. And normally I would just let it fucking sit there. But instead, I was like, hi, let's listen to my intuition and just move the iPad. I will leave like my work laptop sitting on the edge of the counter and I will just leave it there because I'm like, it should be fine, it'll be fine, it's fine, it'll be fine. Even if it wasn't fine, I'd get through it, it'll be fine. But why not just listen to your intuition and move the fucking laptop? And then as you continue to build the skill of listening to your intuition, you'll be able to listen to it in bigger areas of your life. It's one of the most impactful skills that you can build To really gain your self-trust and then in turn your self-love and then get to that place that we were talking about that you can actually live your life based on your own intuition, your own judgment calls, your own feelings inside that are telling you what actions to take throughout your life instead of seeking external validation for what the right action is to take. Building self-trust will allow you to build a healthy relationship with yourself, and that is what will allow you to build self-love. Cultivating self-trust allows you to embrace your true essence, honor your needs, and navigate your life in an authentic, genuine, and confident way. Thank you so much for listening to day 23 of the 28 days of self-love. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you can tune in tomorrow for day 24, where we're going to be talking about a topic that you guys went crazy for last 28 days of self-love. We're going to be talking about how being fully healed is a myth, but fully loving yourself exists. Thank you so much again for listening. Make sure your day kicks ass. Don't forget how elite you are. I will talk to you guys tomorrow.